0: You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. The You Up podcast. Uh, you know it. You listen to it every week. Maybe it's the first week you're joining me, us, me and Andrew, on the road, every single weekend, non-stop. Today's a tough travel day. I am. Um, we're podcasting from the floor of LaGuardia Airport because there are no chairs available. And... Ironically enough, we're like lounging outside of Starbucks, like we're well, like we're hanging out in like a, a quad of some sort. Like you are on your side, yeah. like you're posing, like you're on, you're doing a photo shoot on a beach. You're a 39 year old man who is laying on the floor outside of Starbucks in a Laguardia. I just. How do you feel?
2: I just could use a Corona, couple couple tunes, a little Jimmy Buffett. You know, a nice lady on my side.
1: I don't understand how, okay, honestly, you guys, he looks ridiculous. He is in the middle of traffic, is blocking traffic with his body. The thing is, Andrew, it took so long for you to sit down on the ground. If this is how you sit down, why did this take you so long if you have no qualms about sitting on the ground? It took me a while before it was like so exhaustive to stand up because we've been standing by the gate waiting for a really long time and they're not even telling us when they're gonna board. There's no information. That sounded like there was maybe some information coming in right now. There's not. Nothing, no movement. The people that are working the front desk are ignoring the, like, crowds and throngs of people um, looking for answers. As if, like, the way they are able to shut out people's, like, need to make eye contact or have some kind of information is similar to, like, a really cold-hearted relationship when you're in a relationship and the person's, like, like doing the silent treatment. They've heard enough. Just give us something. Just tell us I don't know. I just don't understand airports love withholding information. Like pilots, when it's turbulent and it's kind of scary, just why don't you tell us how long the turbulence is going to last? You do know. Tell us how bad it is. I, you just adjusted because a guy no, gave you a dirty look. No, Andrew, don't touch me. Oh. Andrew just adjusted his body language and like sat up straighter because a guy that he would probably want his approval looked at you in a weird way. He gave you a look because you're ridiculous right now. Why are you lounging like that?
2: I have to be close to you. What do you want me to do? Sit
1: sit like I'm sitting, like cross-legged, like a, that, a, sit I upright.
2: I have very bad hips. You know this about me.
1: I don't, actually.
2: You know I have bad hips. No, I don't. Well, I can't sit. I'm sorry. We can't all sit Indian-style perfectly. I got to sometimes you have to spoon You yourself. have to do a
1: seductive peach. I look like Beach Medusa, not Medusa. Babe, like, fat. pose.
2: What's the fat guy from uh, Star Trek, Star Wars?
1: Oh, the one that uh, lays on its side, like, though, the one that's, like, like, a blob. The, what the fuck is his name? You're a boy. I should know this. Is it, um, yo, not, uh, uh, <laughs> God, everyone is hating us so bad right now. Pizza
2: the Hut. No, no.
1: Pizza the Hut. Guys, he just said Pizza the Hut. He, I mean, you got there. Uh, but uh, why would you have said Pizza the Hut first? Were you trying to be funny? Be honest. Were you trying to be funny I'm just trying then?
2: Trying to get there because in Star, in uh, Spaceballs,
1: that's the what they're called. It's called Pizza yeah. the Hut. Okay, then never mind. I didn't behind. know that reference. Limo
2: and he ate himself to death.
1: Okay, yeah, Job of the Hut. That is how you look right now. Your body is split. That's <laughs> you, the tail. you look like you're, <laughs> you look like you're paralyzed. To be yeah, honest, like. Yeah. That that is why you're choosing to sit this way. It is ridiculous. If you could be I this comfortable all the time, why wouldn't you wear, do this? I do do
2: this. I do. It on but
1: why own. did you just sta- why did you just stand up for so long? If you don't have a know problem lounging in airports like this, why did you only wait until I sat down to do this?
2: I don't know. Maybe I needed to see what well you. Sometimes it takes one person to take a step.
1: There first. are lots of people sitting on the ground, Andrew.
2: Yeah, but you took a step, and it made me you walk so I could run
1: I sat so you could lay (laughs) I mean this is guys we'll get a picture of it and check um, check Instagram somewhere we'll post it I don't know where but this is just ridiculous are you okay you're like starting to cough a little bit are you just tired are you tired Andrew what did you do today nothing Honestly, what did you do today? I
2: didn't sleep well last night.
1: Why didn't you sleep well last night? Because... Because you came so good.
2: (laughs) I didn't come at all.
1: Oh God, is that why?
2: Maybe. I don't know. I just couldn't sleep because I drank uh, a yerba mate, which is my new tea drink that I drink in the
1: afternoon. Why do you drink yerba mate?
2: Because it doesn't give you as much anxiety as coffee, but...
1: It just has less caffeine is what you're saying?
2: Probably and it's like beneficial. It has vitamins and antioxidants.
1: You don't know anything about you yerba mate tea. I know what much. did you What did you find out about it? You saw some guy drinking it. Some
2: yeah. Lionel Messi. Wait, oh, God, you are in the way.
1: People are ab- annoyed that. <laughs> too... Oh no, this is worse. He looks like he's now he's squatting like he's, God, you tr- is that really uncomfortable for you? Uh-huh. Yeah,
2: I can't sit Indian style. Actually, I can't. Maybe I can. Okay. okay.
1: You're sitting Indian style. Is it going all right for I mean, you? I mean, yes, it I mean, is. You look like an adult man.
2: Fine. I'll sit like this. But I feel like a fat Buddha that looks like a dickhead. But
1: you I'm feel like honest. a dickhead now? Dude, you looked ridiculous before. You were laying like a seductive <laughs> 1950s like poster girl. It was like something that a soldier would have hanging up in their yeah. barracks.
2: <laughs> like on the side of Memphis Bell. What? On the side of Memphis Bell. What's that? That airplane. Remember the movie, The Memphis Bell? And no. All, they always would put a hot girl on the side of their airplane. It's good Pizza line. the
1: Hut. <laughs> so our plane, still no movement here. Um, wait, what was I just asking you? Oh yeah, about last night you couldn't sleep and uh, your Yerba Mate teas that you saw. What, what person did you see drinking Yerba Mate?
2: Lionel Messi, he's a very famous soccer player out of um, Argentina. And I learned that this tea is very similar to matcha. It's from South America and has a ton of antioxidants, a ton of good things for you, a lot of vitamins. And the caffeine, it doesn't get you as jittery so your crash isn't as bad as coffee
1: gotcha I actually um, okay it sounds like you kind of know what you're talking about what do <laughs> I- antioxidants do though
2: they oxidize you the yeah
1: I don't know what they do either so I, I didn't mean to set you up for something I couldn't answer wow, myself but I actually just um, started going to an acupuncturist for like because I haven't gotten my period in, like in, in the, since dancing with so the stars put a bunch of needles in your pussy. so they just put a bunch of needles yeah Andrew just said they just put a bunch of needles in my pussy. Um, <laughs> no they gotta do they, well it's not that's not where you're period comes from so it's like on your my uterus and on my neck and on my hand but it is so deeply relaxing I go for 45 minutes every 15 minutes she um takes out the needles and puts in new ones and I get the best sleep. I leave in the best mood. I had the energy yesterday. I had the longest day ever. And it was like, I did radio. Then I went to acupuncture. I wrapped at radio at 12 o'clock. Acupuncture at 12.15. I had to go do, uh, I'm the new voice of Blind Date. I had to go to Blind Date voiceover um, for an hour and a half at one thirty, and do a bunch of that. Then I go and look at apartments for four hours. Then I go and do two sets. And I didn't get tired. I was up like late and it was fun and I was like never crashed. And also they got me drinking a tea. So I go to this acupuncturist and these teas, it cost me $700 for tea to jumpstart my st- fucking reproductive system. But I, I'm sleeping so well. I'm not sweating as much, but I'm sleeping better. And it might be psychosomatic, but Hey, it's worth it to me. Psychosomatic
2: so agency. psychosomatic agency. Smack my bitch up. Smack. Remember Is
1: that, that like Rage Against the Machine or something?
2: Prodigy. He died.
1: Like oh my gosh, that. yeah. I was close. Prodigy and Rage Against the Machine were like the same boys like them. The same boys that wore Jinkos liked them. Did you ever have Jinkos?
2: No, but I went through a phase of a rage phase where I, uh, I wore baggy jeans. I took off the hemp necklace and replaced it with a metal.
1: God, you've been through so many identities in your life. I mean, haven't we all? But that's a a strong one to commit to. Did you actually like the music?
2: For about three songs. Literally for like a month. It was like, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. It was like rebellious. My parents were divorced. And I was like, oh, you can't tell me what to do, Dad.
1: I felt about that when Eminem came out with, um, when I was just a little boy, boy, my mama used to tell me these crazy things. And then he just, you get to cuss in that song so much. And you get to be such a, like, a bitch you get to be just like a whiny like angry bitch and it's perfect for high school when I discovered it I was so happy you just need to get that out you got that angst which is why I love Kyle Dunnigan's joke about mom you don't understand my music and it's like mom mom, mom. well I've got a nickel in my pocket and a wish in my heart and I'm like you don't get it mom and dad if you haven't seen Kyle Dunnigan's bit about that just go I mean you should be following Kyle Dunnigan on Instagram anyway but he Go watch his stand-up. It's some of the best. Um, How are you feeling about this flight? We're an hour and a half delayed at this point. Um, We have a show in Charlotte tonight. We are supposed to land at 5 and our show's at 8. No, we are supposed to land at 6 and our show's at 8. So we're going to probably have to go right to the show, which blows.
2: I feel fine. I've traveled enough with you where... If I get antsy, there's no point in me getting antsy. If anyone gets antsy, it's you. It's your
1: show. You slur the word anxiety so much that I didn't know if you were saying anxiety or antsy just then.
2: I was saying uh, man, Nancy, my Aunt Nancy.
1: I have an Aunt Nancy.
2: Really? I think everyone does.
1: Do you? Yeah. Nice, nice. Shout out to Aunt Nancy's out there. <laughs> um, so you, what would be your anxiety right now about if you had it?
2: Just missing the show.
1: Oh, yeah, who gives a shit? Sorry, Charlotte. By the time this comes out, we will have missed it or not missed it. And um, you can just come to another show. The tickets aren't sold out for all, all this weekend. I'm in Charlotte all weekend at the um, Comedy Zone. I predict that they will sell out because word of mouth usually spreads through the town. And I'm doing a ton of radio tomorrow. So, um, But, yeah, if we miss the show, those people will just be able to get tickets to another show. And, um, ever, like, you always – I used to get so panicked. Like, if I miss a show, what's going to happen? Um, the world keeps spinning and everything's fine and no one cares.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. Look, I'm completely fine. And even if it's my show, I've learned a lot from you about what you can control and what you can get, you know, what should get you upset. And, 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 and I don't know. You you learn from you. So there's no point in me freaking out right now.
1: Although... Although what?
2: You know, I, I could use a hundred bucks. <laughs>
1: Oh, for the flight change? Yeah, you want to take a later flight? No, take it.
2: No, I'm th- wait. What?
1: Oh, the f- the money for the show. I'll still pay you. I'll still pay you for my end of the hundred bucks. But yeah, you'll miss out on one hundred bucks. Maybe I'll I'll supplement that no, if we miss it. Because I think they'll actually. I'd probably make less too. There's is there some information? I think some information might be coming through. Huh? No, it's not us. Okay, sorry. I just talked to uh, um, a friend next to me who informed us that... 4.30? Okay, that's not so bad. So we might make the show. We might not. Guys, this is life on the road. We'll uh, check in with you in just a little bit here at LaGuardia Airport. (coughs) We're back on the podcast. Now we are in a Uber headed back to my apartment. We began began this journey at 1 o'clock this afternoon. It's now six o'clock and it was all for nothing because we went to the airport we checked bags we went through security we waited our flight got canceled my bags were still in the system so I had to call and make sure they got out of the system so I had to get them and then we got rebooked on flights and my show in Charlotte tonight is canceled and I don't get in tomorrow until long after I'm able to promote shows on radio so I hope that if you're hearing this and you know anyone in the Charlotte area you text them and say, go to Nikki Glazer's show at the Comedy Zone this weekend because she didn't get a chance to get the word out in the right way because of weather issues, malfunctioning issues. Andrew and I are now on this Uber. I mean, we are so tired. I'm fine, though. I'm, like, really pretty happy. What about you? What are you feeling?
2: I don't know why I'm falling apart, but I'm all right. I just think I need a nap ski, or, and then a sushi roll ski, and then maybe a beat ski.
1: What do you mean you're falling apart? I
2: don't know. I just feel very tired and beat up and bruised, you know, like an old country singer would say.
1: Yeah, I feel that way too. It's just like we just had to sit on the floor of LaGuardia, and like I was saying before, it that that terminal is just terrible. Low ceilings, nowhere to sit. I mean, Every single seat was taken, and then there's probably hundreds of people that are just standing. And then we sat on the floor. It was one of those situations. And there's a nice lounge, but you can't go to the lounge where there's no seating at the lounge either. But even in the nice lounge that I get into because I have a lot of status with uh, American Airlines, which really doesn't mean anything because my flight got canceled and they couldn't get me on another flight until... And I have to go through Columbus. It's going to be the longest. My flight tomorrow is at 545 in the morning. Which means I'll catch a cab at 3 just to be sure. Because I don't want to deal with this shit again. I don't want to get to the airport and have long lines and then miss my flight. Listen, this is a great problem to have. There are people stuck at the border, separated from their families. I mean, it's not hard to have perspective when that shit's happening that closely. Life could be way worse. I get to go to Charlotte tomorrow at 5:45 in the morning. I'm so tired, though. Can I just walk you through my day? Can I brag, day brag about my day? My how much work I got done today. Woke up, 7 a.m. Feeling great, feeling good from my new herbal teas that I paid $700 for. Slept well. Woke up, didn't even need the alarm. Woke up, went for a, no packed. I was just too nervous to sleep and so I packed because I was like, I just need to pack and I put it off. Usually I pack the night before, packed, went for a run because I knew I wouldn't get to work out in between the shows since we were landing at six for an eight o'clock show or so I thought, went for a fucking run, came back, went through all my clothes, put together a bag of clothes to give to Noah and Jen who are my producers at work. Because they're cool clothes that I don't want to just give to Goodwill And that maybe somebody wants Felt really good about that Because it's like I love giving away stuff And it's going to a good home Go to the radio show Do the radio show Come home from the radio show Pack feverishly again lug those bags all the way down Which you helped me with thank you so much We danced to Jake Owen honky tonk on the balcony That was kind of highlight of the day
0: Right?
2: Yeah and him writing us Insane.
1: Yeah, we sent a video of us dancing to Jake Owen. If you don't know Jake Owen, can you tell him who they are? he is? I'm too tired.
2: He's a, <laughs> he's a famous country star. He's from my hometown. Who isn't, Who I mean, we're decent friends. I, I think he would call me an acquaintance, but I call him my best friend.
1: And when we were in Nashville, you had plans to like go golfing with him, right? Yeah. I, I, or I, I, no, go to his farm. He's going to go to his farm. You were golfing with Nate Bargatze, which you were so nervous about because famous friend alert more famous than me so Andrew's you know huffing and puffing the night before just so excited about his little hang with Nate Bargatze Nate Bargatze oh my goodness wow I get to go play golf with my best friend Nate and then Jake Owen you reach out to him and then oh my god when Jake Owen called you it was the best thing to see ever we just like me and Emil who you heard on the podcast last week he was hosting for us in Nashville that weekend we watched you like ghosts Jake Owen's name came up in your phone. You were so nervous that you had texted him earlier, like, Hey, if you wanna come to a show in Nashville and then he reached out and called you and you like ran off into the Nashville like town center to like get some privacy, but you like went by like a a shop where you could kind of like get alone and then I was taunting you from going, Jake, come to the show and you were like, Stop it, stop it. It's my boyfriend. <laughs> Don't embarrass me, mom. <laughs> In front of Jake Owen. It was so fun seeing you be so cool. And you answer the phone like, hey, man. Uh, hey, you had to, like, center yourself to get cool. And then Jake was going to come to the show, but he was having a baby that week, right?
2: Yeah, that's what he told me. But there's been no baby.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen a baby yet.
2: Yeah, no, there, No, there's a baby. Okay. a new baby girl named, uh, I think, uh... I don't know her name it starts with a P but um beautiful baby and um
1: yeah love that name really <laughs> sunk in with you starts with a P that's the name oh her name is starts with a P <laughs> did you hear about that bitch that was named marijuana Pepsi oh,
2: not even Coke <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway Jake Owen invited you to his farm he was yeah. like man I can't maybe you can't I, I just figure he talks like this all the time he sings this song i go down to the honky tonk i go down to the honky tonk it's really good and um but he's like man i I might not be able to make it out to this that show but if you want to come out to the farm and you were going to go to his farm and you were so excited do you did you what were you going to wear to the farm did you think about it
2: yeah you know i probably would have picked up an outfit get me some uh you know, some col-, col what's those what's that one called Col Colhart col- 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 you- col- col- heart, col-
1: Hart- col- Hart- Oh yeah, I know those yeah. you're dying to get one of those shirts, man. You are dying to that's your next brand move. You're a little know. brand no, bitch. I'm
2: not a brand bitch. I don't like brands. I, I really don't. I don't I, I actually that's why I never wore American Eagle or uh, or uh what's the other one?
1: Abercrombie. Yeah.
2: That's so I'm not an Abercrombie boy. Never been. I was a, I was into Lacoste shirts for about a year and a half, and that was a that was a weird phase. I would double. pop.
1: And then you 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 double pop? No, you wouldn't. I've been known
2: to. Sometimes oh. I would double pop with a tie underneath both shirts.
1: Oh, you were just peacocking, just dying for any girl to talk to you. That's what that was. Or boy, you'll take it anywhere you can get it. You were a Patagonia Papa for a while yeah. You were a Gonia, Papagonia
2: Papagonia, I was a Gonia head <laughs>
1: but That was like Four months ago yeah, yeah. Well, You changed. were a little brand boy, you had a Patagonia Label on your hat and oftentimes on your shirt too
2: Yeah but there's often times where I'm its a pre- I got a jacket as a present And a hat as a hand me down So it's not like I went to Patagonia to buy it, it's at a necessity And it happens to be a good brand You know
1: but wearing a double brand, I think we can all agree, is a f- pretty huge mistake. Fashion faux pas. Yeah, but you look y- like you
2: work there. I know, but you know, <laughs> some people wear all the same colors. Some people wear a uniform, like a like a baseball uniform, hat, matches. Did
1: like it that. feel cool to just look like you had a job though?
2: It felt pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while since uh, since the cheese outfit. You know, I used to wear the grilled cheese outfit to open mics, and that was. Wait, what? Yeah, I would, after I got done working, I worked in grilled cheese for a while. In
1: grilled cheese, like it's yeah. an industry. Mm-hmm. In, I worked in grilled cheese.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: So in the, in the grilled fish. cheese industry.
2: Yeah, after fish, I got into grilled cheese. Uh, my buddy.
1: No one knows your history. You act like I even know. You're like, after fish. I'm like, did you roadie for the band Fish? Okay, you were a fishmonger. Yeah. Not everyone knows your act, Andrew, especially people listening to this podcast. They don't know that you are a fishmonger. You want to walk us through that?
2: Yes, yeah, so I was a fishmonger in New York. I, uh, I drove a fish truck first, and then I got a raise. They made me a fishmonger, but then they lowered my salary.
1: What does a monger do?
2: A monger, he, uh, he cuts the fish. So a little word to the wise out there. Uh, four fingers, if you cut salmon, is one pound. And then
1: comment. No one needs that information. I don't want it. Okay. What I do want to know is how you didn't. Why are you coughing so much?
2: I just had a tickle in my throat. Tilapia. A what? A tilapia in my throat.
1: <laughs> you, you had tuna earlier, which was probably tilapia. But whatever fish they say, it's never really the right fish. No one checks. Um, fish is fish is fish. But um, yeah. So then I got. But you throat. used to used to smell like fish all the time because you wouldn't wash your clothes.
2: Stink. I would smell. I swear a homeless guy moved away from me. Really? Yeah. You'd be like, what is that?
1: How long were you smelling like fish?
2: <sighs> well, before I even worked there, but also.
1: <laughs> were you depressed during this time? Were you just not bathing and like not taking care of yourself?
2: Yep. That's all true.
1: And then you smelled like ch- grilled cheese for a while? Yeah. So when you w- worked in big grilled cheese, yeah. um <laughs> you dressed like a grilled cheese sandwich?
2: Yeah, they give you grilled cheese outfits and I remember uh I wanted What does that mean? Like a, like it was it had like a a brown shirt with melt shop.
1: Okay, I thought you were like actually wearing like oh, dressed like a grilled cheese sandwich. You mean like
2: spinning a sign out front? No, no. Just a grilled cheese uniform. Just a t shirt and a hat.
1: Okay, that wasn't as interesting as I thought it was gonna be. God. I'm glad we got that fish story in there somewhere. I dressed up like a character once. It had a little fan inside the head, for Children's <laughs> Hospital in St. Louis.
3: Really? It's name.
1: It was like this, like Elmo looking thing. And I did it in high school probably a handful of times. My friends and I would all like do it, and then we would escort each other, so we would get to be friends and like just make each other laugh. And I would try to make my friend holla pee inside the costume because she, if you made her laugh hard enough, she'd pee. It was so fun, but I was, sh- was Schnerdlick a couple times. That was the name of the character, named Schnerdlick. Do you know why?
2: Because he was a schnerd?
1: Well, yes, but also children's, for children's hospital spelled backwards, is Schnerdlick. It's really stupid. Don't worry about it. I know it's awful. I was wearing an Aladdin Cafe. I worked at Aladdin Cafe in Lawrence, Kansas, and I was wearing my work uniform when I got caught shoplifting, which I've told that story a million times, but I was just like proudly dressed exactly like the rest people that worked at the restaurant right next door to the place I was stealing from.
2: Well, in my mind, I thought if I wore the grilled cheese outfit to the mic, people would respect me more. That I was a hard working blue collar
1: man. Oh my god, you pussy! You little daddy's boy never worked a day in your life. Finally get a job. So proud of your little job, and you—you you really would think that, wouldn't you?
2: Yeah, but I, uh, let's. I did work in fish before that. Okay. Yes. And before, and I—I uh, I worked somewhere else too.
1: Blue collar. Blue <laughs> collar, grilled grilled cheese. <laughs> Like you were, you worked the checkout, like the cash register for the grilled cheese place, and you would put in a hard day's work. Oh just a real man. <laughs> God, you're so proud of that job. I've heard more about that job than you've heard about my family. That's how proud you are that you had, you had a job.
2: Yeah, that's true. No, I think you've heard more about the fishing, the the fish truck I drove. That was blue collar, but that was for like a week. Blue popped collar. Hell yeah, double with a tie underneath.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back in Manhattan. We'll 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 check in with you guys on our adventure on this uh will we make it to Charlotte tomorrow? Who, Who the <laughs> f knows. So, it's the next day um from when I last was recording this, it's Friday. Hopefully this goes out Friday. I apologize if it gets out late because boy, has this been a doozy. I don't know what I catch caught you guys up on yesterday, but um flight was delayed then it was canceled had to go home six hours of travel just to go from my apartment back to my apartment woke up at three in the morning to get here at whatever you guys get it flight is delayed missed my connection now got my connecting flight changed so that i get into where am i going charlotte I'm walking around the airport. God, this is fucking mayhem. Um, Much better terminal than I was in yesterday. I mean, it was the... If I was there again, I would have started crying when my flight just got canceled or my flight got pushed. It keeps getting delayed, which means it's probably going to get canceled. And this whole day will take a a turn for the worse, I'm sure, at some point. I know I'm being pessimistic, but I got to tell you... um, I'm getting in in time for the shows tonight, but it's going to be a long day. I have a lot to do in terms of work. I haven't slept, and all I want to do is sleep. I don't want to work. And all you're hearing is me complaining right now. I don't know what entertaining value this has, but let me turn it around. Um, I just, like, generally don't complain about air travel because I do it so much, and it's unfortunate when it happens, but it's just such a boring thing to complain about, and it's just... We should be so grateful. I like, I like I know anytime you mention Louis CK people go, "Oh, but like his joke about not complaining about air travel because it's like miraculous that we get to fly through the air. You get to fly through the air miraculously like a bird. I think that's what he said. There's a Conan clip where he I think he did it in a special, but it was always a Conan clip I watched where I was like, "Yeah. That's so incredible that we get to do that. The to, Complain that you're not getting Wi-Fi on your plane is so ridiculous. So I usually stay really calm when everyone around me starts panicking when flights get delayed. Like, you know, there was a guy on the plane last week who we had to land to get gas because we couldn't land at LaGuardia. So we had to land at a weird airport to, like, get gas so we could take off again to go to LaGuardia. And I just didn't care. I was like, whatever, I'm just going home. And this guy was just like this is we need information and he's yelling at the flight attendant and the flight attendant is like sir I'm gonna get information when I stop talking to you about how I have to go get information and I have none for you and he's like you're a representative we don't know what's going on and I was like I don't understand. I just I forget the details of it but I lashed out at him pretty hard um, in front of a bunch of people because he was just a belligerent man and he was annoying And then this woman snapped at me for yelling at him, and she wasn't even affiliated with him. But anyway, I tried to remain calm, and then I'm the one that ends up yelling and getting all anxious. But it was kind of thrilling to confront someone who was being an asshole, I got to say. But then I just read a quote the other day that when two idiots – when you get in a fight with an idiot from far away, it just looks like two idiots. There's some quote like that. I mean, that's essentially it where – When you argue with an idiot, you look like an idiot. But sometimes it's fun to be an idiot. Anyway, I have a feeling this flight is gonna get super more delayed, and I'm gonna barely get into the show tonight. I have a feeling my bags will not arrive, so I will have to go on stage wearing what I'm wearing now, which is inappropriate and disrespectful to my crowd. But, you know, I think they'll understand part of me just wants to cancel the entire weekend because I'm like what if I don't make it to shows tonight then I'm just doing two shows tomorrow which obviously is worth it but at what point do you just say I'm not gonna sleep in an airport all day and I'm gonna just lose a gig and I'm cancel at what point do you just cancel I was thinking about people that go are going to funerals or like going back for family things or weddings I, if this was a wedding of a friend, I just wouldn't go. Uh, Did you just hear that guy? There's people walking around just talking on their speakerphone saying, it's canceled, it's canceled. The airport's the worst, and I'm really trying to bring a little joy to it. I just talked to a woman on the phone at American Airlines, and I was so stressed when I was calling. And then then when I was waiting for her to get on the line, I was like, I'm going to change my attitude. And I'm going to be super nice and like uplifting. And because this woman just talks to stress out people all day. And so I started the call and I said, good morning. And I truly meant it. What a good morning. (laughs) I'm trying so hard. I'm about to go get a massage. This little spa here opened up. I know that's like, oh, I'm going to go get a massage while I'm waiting for my delayed flight. But I really deserve it. I hope you all can treat yourselves to something today that's totally indulgent and you shouldn't probably do it. But, like, don't you deserve to feel good? I'm going to have, like, a guy who's probably not qualified to be rubbing people touch my back a lot. I just need some human touch. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I'm grateful that you guys went on this journey with me. Let's start the podcast. I mean, let's start the clips from the show. Man, we've got so, like, I don't. I loved this week's show. I don't know what's happening, but something's going on. Uh, Tony Hale was in the studio from Veep, my favorite show of all time. Arrested Development. He's also from probably top five. Into. I'm allergic to, uh, talking about my favorite shows. Um. Russell WrestleMania and Veep, he plays a pivotal role in each. And so it was truly an honor to meet him again. He was in the studio last year. Came in again. Nicest guy. I will say I'll bump him up to nicest guy in Hollywood. People always say Sandler, Adam Sandler, who I have only talked on the phone with one time when I was babysitting. I used to babysit for Judd Apatow. Little known fact, um, not for him, he's a fully grown man, but for his children, you know, I babysat for them, and Adam Sandler called the house one night, it was really nice to me, on the phone. Just like I was to that woman I just talked to full circle, full circle everyone. But um, Tony Hale, so nice. Also in studio, Irene Morales, uh, a new fave, female comic, who is just funny and lovely, you should follow her on Instagram, Irene Morales, Tony Hale and we got to talking about self-doubt because I've felt a lot recently and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Not gonna feel it today, guys. Gonna go get a massage and we'll be back after this clip. You're in Toy Story 4, I know Mm -hmm. that. You play Forky.
0: I play Forky who uh, is, is he kind of made by the little girl Bonnie Mm -hmm. and thinks he's only made to like help people eat chili and then the trash. And Woody, <laughs> and Woody comes along. And he's like, "You've got a bigger purpose than that. You have value."
1: Oh my gosh! Isn't that Plastic beautiful? has value. It does, and so do we. We do. However
0: you see yourself, however you feel about yourself, you got purpose and value. Oh my gosh, that's, guys, let's preach.
1: Let's preach. Um, that is that. That that's the message. There is that even when you feel, um, it. It is the hardest thing to do as a human being is to when you're feeling bad about yourself to like, to like yourself. But you're all you have.
0: Sure and also realize that those feelings kind of come and go you know they don't stick so much you know they, yes. you can kind of acknowledge like oh yeah here's I'm having a moment where I'm feeling like this or I'm thinking that it's whatever and it's like it'll pass
1: That's the th- you, that is really important to always realize because when you're feeling so sad sometimes you're like it, almost the the pain is that it won't go away you're Absolutely. almost anticipating like when am, I'm never going to feel know, good again and it's like No, it will pass. It's like a storm.
0: I think that's the lie that we probably tell ourselves is that it's not going to change. Yes, you know, and it
1: always always
0: that we're in a constant state of change.
1: And even when things are going great, yeah, (laughs) that's the thing too. Where whenever I've had a TV show in the past, and people are like, "Congratulations!" I'm always like, "It's going to get canceled," and that's Uh -uh. not me being like negative. I'm just saying, I. To, you almost
0: and, want to prepare.
1: Yeah, I just want to know that you know things come and go, and, and especially yes, in I'm this a, business, yes, fully cyclical. Yes, it is. I uh, I've been doing this thing recently. This is a really this is embarrassing to admit. Mm-mm. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, it. When I have guy troubles, where like I feel rejected by a guy, oh. I keep trying to go back to like I'm really liking myself recently. I've been working on like liking myself mm-hmm. a lot more because it's all I have, and I'm just starting <laughs> to realize that at 35 years of age. But I just I've been doing this thing where I'm like, I'm not hearing from this guy and then I go, wait a second, Nikki Glazer likes you. She's so cool. Oh my God, like you're so lucky she's into you right now. And I like flatter myself by liking myself. Isn't that crazy? But it kind of works. If it works. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a self-help technique. Yes. Do you have any self-help
1: techniques? Any little hacks?
0: I think... Oh, I love me some hacks. (laughs) Yeah. My thing is to stay present. I think that's Mm, the most challenging thing of, like, somebody said, I say somebody said my therapist. <laughs> but it's just that sense of like whenever you find yourself checked out somewhere else, you kind of, you know, touch the table around you or touch your jacket, like oh, ground yourself. Ooh. And that whole thing of like you have to wake yourself up a 100 times a day to where you are. Like right now yes. I'm talking to Nikki and her friends. And it's like that's where I am right now. And because I'll be somewhere else in my head. I'll just be checked out.
1: I know. Our thoughts, you just forget that your thoughts really aren't you. It's mm-hmm. like there are things that are coming into your head. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Because I don't know, I just got into this thing of like your thoughts, if you can control your thoughts and your thoughts will determine how you feel. I always thought my feelings were like controlling my thoughts. But if you are able to just let thoughts kind of come and go and realize that they're, yeah. like you said, they're not there to stay. They're, I, I picture myself being like walking into the ocean and like getting hit by waves. Yeah. And instead of just like getting hit by them, just yeah. like diving into them and letting them pass over you yeah. gracefully.
0: I used to struggle with uh, panic attacks. Yeah. When I was when I was younger, and it was that sense of I remember one time I was about this was years ago I was about to go on Conan, and right before they pulled the curtain I felt that dread come over me and yeah. I was like oh shit this is that moment where you either bolt or keep walking, and it was that thing of like letting it wash over you rather than fighting it just like you know what. I'm just gonna here's this feeling, I'm gonna let it wash it over you and it always, always passes. Yes, always you felt passes. that
1: right as they were about to right, pull when, the curtain. And one back. other
0: one other technique I did was I remember these two guys who were who were about who were holding the curtain and I was like I started asking them questions. I was like, Oh, where are you from? What do you do? What's going on? Because the key is get my eyes off myself because I you kinda get on that self crazy in your mind and it's like I just gotta get my eyes off myself and start thinking about somebody else.
1: Yes. That's so I good. I had a similar thing on Conan because his new format is just talking to him. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a
1: little bit, and and I was going out there with like, Jokes to do, almost mm-hmm. like a stand-up act, but I had to make it conversational. So I'm not, but I'm not used to telling my jokes with someone going, "Uh-huh, yeah," and then and interjecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So at some, I remember looking at him and being like, "I don't know what I'm saying next. I don't oh. know what I'm saying next." Do I don't you know have what-
0: those moments where you're kind of, you're? It's like you're floating above your body and you're watching yourself talk, and you're like, "Shut up!
1: Yes, stop <laughs>
0: yes. moving your mouth." Yes. Yeah.
1: It happens that in those moments when it's live and you're just like, I don't know what I'm gonna say <laughs> exactly. next, and I don't know what I'm saying right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's wild. That was Monday show, and um, I'm still at the airport. I just got that massage I was gonna that I told you that I was gonna get, and let me just say, expectations insanely exceeded. I mean, oh my god, my flight is boarding. This is so exciting. Anyway, I didn't update you before, but Andrew is on a later flight. I know that we he disappeared halfway through the intro, and I'm sure you guys were all waiting with bated breath to find out what befell Andrew Collin, but he's on a later flight today, a direct flight, whereas I'm going through Columbus. Um, I could have switched flights with him, but I felt like it would be cruel to give him a 5.45 a.m. flight. So he gets his nice little 1 o'clock, his little casual 1 o'clock direct. I'm going to Columbus where I have to wait for three hours. And then finally land and then do sh- two shows tonight. You guys are tired of him complaining. But anyway, I got a massage. And let me just say that there was like – he was like a 55-year-old man. He looks like he should not be working in a massage place. I was like, is this guy even like – did he even go to massage school he just didn't look the part He looked like annoyed that I even showed up He went. He wrote down my name Which there were no other customers I mean it's like 6 in the morning here And then he went in the back And I'm like is he getting someone else And then he came back And I was like why am I doing this And then I sat down and he was amazing Amazing He told me halfway through I'm really tough Because at one point it got too much And I was like that's too hard And he was like you're a tough girl Which made me feel so good There's nothing more validating than when Someone tells you you're tough When you get a massage When they tell you you're tight Oh, It just confirms that Oh, I'm as stressed as I think I am Thank you so much It's like when a guy tells you you're tight During sex same thing. Next up on the podcast is uh, Tuesday's show where Will Silvins, comedian Will Silvins joined me and Anya Marina. Anya Marina is a new addition to the show. She will be on the show every Tuesday. Um, so my best friend was in studio and Will Silvins and we were talking. We just had so much fun. It was you're going to love this conversation. I had a line in here that I was really proud of a couple of great ones. I was really on a roll this week. Some weeks you're just cranking them out. Um, yeah, so this was fun. Enjoy me and Anya and Wilson Vince on Tuesday's show talking about you know, my favorite subject, sex and dating. The
4: Doing. girls I go after usually don't want me. The ones that come after me is, is like, hey, you want some of this vagina? I'm <laughs> like, um. Oh, um, that um. sounds familiar. <laughs> to like, that's what she's so saying. I'm not turning girls down that I want. I mean, if I want Dude, them, I, I know.
1: I mean, I I'm the same way. It's like I can. I was I was at dinner last night with Rosebud Baker, hilarious comedian. Oh, yes. And we were just like, what? I, I was like, I just everything. I don't even get mad at the guys that I go for anymore when they don't want me. I truly like. I can have personal frustrations of like, why doesn't he want me or whatever like that. But honestly, that's why I like him. He, I know, I'm smart, I know what I'm doing. I'm going for someone that I, I I like my life, I'm comfortable, and being intimate with someone and actually letting someone in who could love me and challenge me and take me out of my comfort zone, which is being alone, not not letting anyone see me with my defenses down, having my walls up, that's so comfortable. So anyone that could maybe penetrate that, figuratively, <laughs> is not no. getting in, and so I'm, I'm not even mad at these fuckboys. And I hate the word fuckboy, but I'm, I'm not like, fuck you. I'm like, it's, I'm the common denominator. And they are very clearly who they are. And do you f- relate to that, Anya? Yeah,
5: I am. I'm like going off in my mind, fantasizing about an old date with a boyfriend. And the moment that I became, a, so I was seeing this new guy who was a good guy, let's just call him good guy. This yeah. is the last guy I talked about last week. Gigi. And Alan. I was also speaking to my ex Who's, let's just call him the bad boy. He's the one that, you know, all the pheromones go off. But he drives me crazy. Baby, GG. Yeah. Wait, wait
4: what, make, what make him bad?
5: Well, he just doesn't ever want to part, he's not gonna be a good partner, doesn't want to get married, doesn't want to commit.
4: So not 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 to say he's a bad guy, but right. that's, this is what he bad wants for himself. Bad me. Okay, bad, bad for for me. cool. Bad
1: yeah. boy, almost like sexy bad boy.
4: Very sexy.
1: Yeah, like, like she's the one that, that's the one that she wants him to lie on top of her and nothing right. else happens. <laughs> yeah, right. Wait, so, so let me say
4: this. The more that you, a more, the more that a guy don't want you, the more a girl wants that guy. Is that usually how it? Well, that's kind
5: yeah, of what I'm you're, addressing. Yeah, yeah. So I, but I'm gonna poke a hole in that theory because I think Great. once you get ready for intimacy, it's a different story. So I liked bad boy forever and ever and ever. Then I met good guy, got set up on a date with him, and was like, mm, okay, I'm gonna give this a shot. But I'm still talking to bad boy. And then bad boy and I had lunch, and I'm on like date number four with good guy. But I haven't done anything with bad boy, but we're talking and it's very stimulating and it's very exciting. And it's sexual. And it's sexual. And I feel guilty and I feel torn. And I have this therapy session, which Nikki knows about, and my therapist just says, you know what, there's no point in even going out with good guy anymore because nobody stands a chance if bad boy's in the picture. You're Mm. obsessed with bad boy. And I'm like, I'm not canceling on good guy. He's... Taking me to dinner tonight, and she's like, "There's no, and it, then you but gotta
1: cancel on bad boy." The
5: reason I had therapy was like, I'm blocked. I cannot really get excited about good guy, mm. and I'm just thinking about bad boy all the time. Yeah. And yet, good guy, I could have a future with him, and he's wonderful, and I actually enjoy him. But there's something sexually, chemically, not happening. Mm-hmm. Let's
4: say it was Freaky Friday, and bad boy flop bodies with good Amazing. boy. Great, would Love you it. still be into bad boy if he was a good boy?
5: Yes. I do. I'm at the age where... I'm at a point in my life where I want intimacy and commitment. Nikki even said to me like a few months ago, she was like, you wouldn't even want a good guy if he came along. And I was like, I do, I do. So anyway, I break up with bad boy. I just say Yeah, like, I would
1: have said no to that before, but I do think she's ready for someone to actually love her and like see her and like make her feel, like she'll cry a lot during that process <laughs> out of happiness and like, she won't be able to hand, like it'll be very challenging, o- but she's like ready for it. But she will cry on every single date with someone <laughs> just out of like, I don't know how to feel these things. <laughs> things, but she's ready for it, and I've, I've seen that with this good guy. Is that what the crying is? I didn't know if the, what I was doing, like but You I were crying out stop. of happiness, I think, of yeah. like, oh, I'm finally, like, letting someone in, and it's scary, but it's exciting. Yeah. And,
5: yeah. and the good guy loved the crying, which only made me like him more. Um, so anyway, I break up with Bad Boy, and I just send him a text and say, like, obviously I love you and care about you, but I met somebody, and I'd like to give it a shot, so let's not have any contact.
4: What did he say?
5: He didn't write back. Damn. Oh, I was he happy. Didn't? No, I said please don't contact me. Oh,
4: okay. Okay. I think. Also, isn't that out of respect? Or you think he should have said I something? Maybe I didn't.
5: No, no, I was happy he didn't, because any text from him was too stimulating.
4: Jesus.
5: So, um, but yeah, I think <laughs> I he only talks in, K. in K. dick pics. though. So.
1: <laughs> he only he writes his message on his dick so it'll and sends it. So be a, so dick. It'll it'll be a K
4: in, in a dicks.
1: <laughs> yep, yep.
5: <laughs> so that night, I show up to dinner with good guy. And I don't know what happened, but... I was just like, I felt this freedom. And I felt like someone had told me like, hey, you know there's like three extra rooms in your apartment that you never knew about? I had all this room to love this guy and I felt like aroused by him, good guy. I felt attracted to him. I felt so relieved that I wasn't looking at my phone anymore about bad boy's texts. And that's when I started falling for good guy. And I was like, it just kept getting better and better with every date. I was into him physically, emotionally, in every way. And then, good guy turned out to be Evident. not so good guy. If you guys have read the so, book attached, I wait, wait, think a good guy so. turned well, to be. What, I'm sorry, not what? a
1: good guy. Well, not 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 a good guy, but like he, he turned, turned out to a be dime. unavailable just as much as bad boy. And mm. that's the sneaky oh. thing is that we as women prepare ourselves to finally be loved, and we go. Against the grain of everything we've gone for before, I, I you know I used to date guys that were in relationships. I used to then I moved on to guys that were avail like not a, like I dated guys with girlfriends in my early twenties because I d- didn't want an available man. I didn't want to truly be loved, That's the easiest way. Then I dated guys in prison. No, I didn't do that, but I'm <laughs> thinking about it. Then I dated um, a couple ghosts. Um no, I then I dated guys and then I go I imp- I worked on myself a little bit and I go I think I'm ready to actually ha- be into a guy that let doesn't wa- have a girlfriend. Let
4: the word be out. Let the uh, let it be out that Nikki dated anybody but a black person. Go ahead, Nikki. <laughs> 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 that did a cockroach. True, I don't think
1: that's.
5: <laughs> what
4: about black? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, hold I on, please. I said guys in prison.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. so- <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was his name. (laughs) Um. (laughs) That was Tuesday's show, and um, guys, now I'm in um, Columbus, Ohio. I have a layover. Um, I was just recognized. That felt really good. Someone who came to my shows in Columbus came up to me and said nice things. I got to be honest with you, I look like such garbage right now that I was almost offended that I was recognized because it's like, you think I look like me? Does that, do you relate to that? Anyway, um, a lot of funny things have happened today. I wanted to tell you about one earlier when I took a cab ride on the way to the airport this morning at 3.30 in the morning, um, my uh, foreign cab driver you know, I think he probably he didn't speak great English, but he um, he goes, what terminal as we were approaching LaGuardia? He goes, what terminal? And I said, be American, like my flight is American in terminal B. And then I repeated it. And I was like, be American. And it just sounded like I was some cunty white lady yelling at this man to be, be American. (laughs) It made me laugh. I hope you appreciate it as well. Let's get into Wednesday show. Wednesday show was so fun. Brendan air. You can follow him on Instagram at airbud E Y R E B U D. He's so funny. One of Andrew's best friends. Second best friend is what Andrew said on the show because I'm number one and I earned that spot. I don't even know if I want that spot, but God knows I've earned it. Um, Brendan, no, Brendan's number three, he said. Doesn't matter. They're really good friends. They go way back, and I just loved Brendan. I love Brendan because he um, he likes to give Andrew as much shit as I do and sees through his posts and likes to call him on it, which we do in this clip. Andrew posted a, spe- uh, a especially disgusting post the other day on Instagram, and uh, this is us getting some answers on it and i think honestly andrew wins in the end we all agree it's kind of funny and um enjoy it and uh, i hope you can come good after it we talk about your instagram sure we can get um, into it yeah okay i just what's up i got the the one you posted <laughs> the other day about um come. coming i mean yeah, just can't sing, okay, can I just, it, I know, thank you. No, Noah's no, already going, like, oh God, it was so disgusting. What did he say? I, I hated it. He goes, um, so he did one of these, I forget what they're, what are they called, like where you just, instead of posting a picture, you write stuff on your notes and you yeah. take a screenshot of the notes yeah. and then you post that, so it's a note that he posted. Now that I've been off Zola for three months, now that I've been on Zola for three months, I've noticed some things no full panic attacks anxiety level down can't come good more present able to control negative thoughts can't come good feel <laughs> feel confident able to have better friendships can't come good more empathy <laughs> higher creativity can't come good working out more less stress eating wish i could come more okay <laughs> can't come good is so Gross! I know. It's well, by the way, and you know I that, know right? I know that.
6: It's it's that that's like such a Florida. That's your that's your stepbrother talking. Can't I can't come, <laughs> come good. I, pills no. make me can't come I good. I know
2: that that's wrong. Like I think I it's funny know. though. Can't come good just sounds funny. <laughs> it's
1: really funny. It's so gross. Why is though? it so
2: gross though? We talk about coming all the time.
1: I know, but like, on uh, yeah, we talk. It just.
2: Why is it when it's written? Does it look worse?
1: I mean these are ju- they're just i don't know I think
2: a lot of people relate to it, like the one guy said it helped them in therapy to go to therapy mm-hmm. and like i I do feel like I mean we've talked about this it's it, it when you go on antidepressants, it can eliminate your ability to orgasm, and that's okay. Yeah, and you can find hope in other drugs, and that, uh, and you shouldn't, you shouldn't not do it because the. Was good- I
1: right? Was I right that you were posting a lot to push this no, down? No, that was. Were not. you embarrassed no. after you posted this? I was
2: not. I swear to God. Even a little bit? Not even a little bit. I oh, might be in like six oh, months from also
6: now. Also, let me just backtrack. What do you mean you can find hope in other drugs? What <laughs> drugs? Are you? No, it's so like, like wellbutrin, methamphetamine. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> like apparently wellbutrin can allow oh, you. Oh, dude, comb. here's the thing. I've been on antidepressants my whole life. It, it, you, uh, it, it, it corrects itself. Like, you'll, 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 not, not for everyone, but for most oh, yeah. people, your body adjust. becomes, adjust to it, and you, And then you can come good. You can come, yeah, like, can I. Can you come good? What, I don't come, I mean, I don't come good. <laughs> That's uh, the problem
1: with this I had, was that it wasn't that you can't, come. No, it's like, y- you, you can't come. It's not good, you can't come. That's your issue.
2: No, but I can't come good. Can you
1: come bad? But you couldn't. Yeah. You, so it just dribbles out? I mean no, like is that no, a bad come? No, no, no. It
2: comes bad in the sense like I can't come when I want to come.
1: Right, so that's I can't come. Good. No. <laughs> It's just I can't come. All right,
2: because you could. Coming good
1: and coming bad are two different things. Both are coming. Okay, but you're not coming. The next
2: night I came.
1: Oh yeah, so then he follows it up with this. I come for anyone thinking about me last night, just or thinking about (laughs) me today. Just know I cummed really good last night. It was an insane amount. I don't think I'm (laughs) out of the woods yet, but I think I see a light at the end of the tunnel. Tunnel hashtag blessed.
2: And then read the caption. I thought the caption was. Thank funny. you for
1: all your support. I thought of all my amazing followers last night, and we did this together.
2: <laughs> that's funny. What was it's it? Funny. It's it funny. Funny. It is funny. It's funny. It's just. I know. Wh-
1: I, I I know you did come good last night. From I did. That, I and know. That's I'm so honest. Gross. I'm on,
2: it was a lot. It was Ew. like. So, I didn't honestly. Like how much? I'm not kidding. How much? I'm not kidding. I came and Tell I the cleaned it up, and then there was remnants. Places that I didn't even think you, it was—it was so far away from me.
6: That's great, I,
2: and it made me think she cheated yeah, with another guy an yeah, hour before. You were
6: finding cum
1: just because it was still wet. Yeah, it
2: was
6: still. Wet. <laughs> yeah, <it> was still <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> and dry. Yeah. That's what yeah. you go to. It couldn't be yours. <laughs> it definitely it's just can't someone be right mine. Before you,
2: but like, I, as a guy, you know, you, sometimes you can shoot into like
6: pretty far. Dude, I'm done shooting. Those days
2: are yeah, long Yeah, can gone.
1: you come good? What's going on with you? <laughs> I come, I,
6: I come great, but I like. I love how this is really uh, actually. Yeah, I love it. I, I yeah.
1: know. Glad we talked it out. My, <laughs> calm, my I, I like, ran into the fear. Boy. Anya
6: called it ear
2: rape, and I'm like, "Geez, that's a little." Sh- that's yeah, a she
1: hated sh- it. We got it together. We were at lunch, and I go, "Have you seen this?" And she goes, "Oh." Oh God! <laughs> but why?
6: Oh, see, no. I don't think it's that gross. Yeah, <sighs> but I, I don't see. I come good sounds fine. I think when you
2: verbalize it, it sounds like more fun and like
6: Southern. I know, Ooh. but I'm I'm irritated because I feel like I have what you're describing and you don't. Like I come, but I don't come good. Right? Like exactly. my come just my come like comes out like. Workers leaving a factory, you know, just like defeated, sad, dirty Trudgy, You know, like I can't do anything.
1: So there's a pride in being able to shoot your load.
6: Yeah, and I'm done. Those days, like I had that, you know, for 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 my my whole life. You're like
1: squeezing out the remnants of a toothpaste that's like there's some in it. Yeah, and you're trying to like it's just
6: and it feels as good, but there's there's like a bummer where like. I remember like as a kid, like it's like a teenager, like having to look for it, mm, you know, like yeah. literally being like, is it on the wall? Mm-hmm. Like, where did this go? Something
1: about Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, what, yeah. What happened? Yeah. And <laughs> that those
6: days are over. Like it yeah. is like just still on my dick.
1: That was Wednesday's episode. And now on to Thursday, man, this podcast has been a real adventure for me, at least. I hope um, it came across that way to you. I'm finally in Charlotte. I'm in my hotel room. I just walked in. I have a beautiful view of the baseball stadium, which I got asked to throw the first pitch of the game tomorrow. And um, no, I don't want to do it. I don't like I'm not good at things like that. Like, I just know that I'd throw it in a way that would be terrible and Or it would be just, like, bad. It wouldn't even be funny bad. It would just be bad. Like, I wouldn't just throw it into the ground or something. Like, it just would be extremely pathetic, but not even in a viral way. It's just – I can't – listen, I take a lot of chances in my life. Doing Dancing with the Stars was the scariest thing I've ever done in terms of athletics, and um, I have no interest in throwing a first pitch. Zero. And uh, much to the chagrin of Andrew Collin, who's like – man that would be my dream you know um it's his dream not mine so not gonna be throwing the first pitch very cool opportunity to be asked I will say that maybe if it was like the Cardinals asked me to do it and was like my hometown I could do it but like I I don't even know the team here in Charlotte and uh apparently it's supposed to promote shows but is anyone going to see my sick throw and be like, we should go see her? Actually, probably. It'll be so funny that they'll be like, she's a real hoot. Um, Yes. So I'm finally here in Charlotte. I have arrived. I'm saying that just like literally, figuratively. Like I don't feel like, I've arrived. I have to get my nails done because they've been a color yellow that I only got on my nails because Noah, my producer, had yellow nails and she made it look Awesome. These seriously look like I just have some kind of fungal infection. So I have to go be a woman and get my nails done. And I don't want to. All I want to do is just sleep. Um, But uh, two shows tonight in Charlotte, two shows tomorrow. Next week, Houston. The following week, Vegas. The following week uh, after that, uh, Kansas City. A lot of shows to come see me. I hope I get to meet you guys on the road. As always, if you want to do the meet and greet and you can't afford it, buy a regular ticket and um, and message me on Instagram and hopefully I'll see it and I'll bump you up to VIP meet and greet. But only if you can't afford it. If you can afford it, pay the, the moolah. I'm doing the same thing that Sam Harris does for his app that I love, the meditation app, Waking Up Again. Meditating 10 minutes a day has, like, saved my life and made it so I didn't lose my goddamn mind or cry at any point at the airport, like I saw a lot of people doing. And I looked at them and I go, they don't meditate. That's the difference. It's the only reason I didn't cry over this course of this travel or, like, lose my cool. So Waking Up app is the name of the app, and you can get it for free if you write into the – just read the fine print in the app store and they'll tell you how to get that for free. Otherwise it's 15 bucks a month, totally worth it. But if you can't afford it, he wants you to have it still. So that's why Sam Harris is so cool. Try that out. I always endorse it. They're not paying me. They don't even know. Like they've never, they, they don't, they're happy that I like the app, but they've never been like, Hey, want to work with us? Even though I would die to, but I just want people to feel good. Try that out. Let's take us into a Thursday show. Joyelle Nicole Johnson was in studio. Ian Fidance was in studio. And Daniel Sloss was in studio. Daniel has his Netflix special called Jigsaw. He has two, but the one called Jigsaw in the last 20 minutes of it, um, it usually causes couples to break up. Maybe I repeat that in the clip that you're about to hear, but we just get to talking about um, relationships and when they end and um, how you should feel about that. If you have a friend going through divorce right now, maybe you should point them to this part of the the podcast because I think they'll feel good about it. I hope you enjoy it. Your Thursday show. Uh, Whenever someone says I'm getting a divorce, divorce I go, congratulations. I say congratulations. And people go, thank you. No one ever says that. They go, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I'm also sorry. I know it's hard. But you did something that is so brave and so many people don't do. So many people stay in the worst Mm -hmm. shit because of their kids. Or because there are reasons beyond it. Or because it's just... It's hard. It's hard to leave and it's easier to just stay miserable and unfucked.
3: Yeah. 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 It's so
1: easy. And
3: that's, uh, you know, the uh, the rates of divorce are huge. More than half of marriages end in fucking divorce and it's just, if you just, I remember the moment standing in a shower just being like, is this the rest of my fucking life? Yes. And then deciding, no. no. it's not. Yeah. Like I'm, no. 20, I'm 26, I can't be this sad already. Like yeah. it's, that's gotta come at like 50 or something when yeah. my friends uh-huh. are dying. Uh-huh. It, totally. can't be, it can't be now while I still yeah. have that potential. I
1: completely agree. I, um, I feel the same way about like, uh, I, I think that I've, I've done the same thing, I've hoped to have done the same thing with my special which is like I'm just trying to tell girls to stop fucking guys too soon because it ruins your brain and it makes you distracted from from actually achieving your best like p- potential because you're worried about if this guy's watching your Instagram story or not. And so you, it's, <laughs> it holds us back because we bond with you when your penis is in us and you guys don't. And so then we are hung up on you, thinking about you instead of studying or working on ourselves writing jokes. or writing jokes. We're, we're going through Instagram, wondering whose pictures you're liking. We're stressed out. And these are, I mean, my friends, I've said this before, my friends are some of the smartest Women in the world, the coolest women, the most um, successful, and they are they are held back by this stuff. So if you're not those things naturally, how um, how detrimental could a guy being inside you before you should have him inside you? How could that be to, It could be devastating to your thick, life. Thick mm-hmm.
4: is a distraction.
1: And it's also for men too. They gotta watch it too. Because men bond too and they don't they don't realize yep. it.
4: But I think it's the opposite for them. When it when you're not having sex with them, I feel like you guys bond more. Like I get more attention when you haven't slept with them. Oh person yeah. That's yet. why I tell
1: girls, I'm like, not letting guys yeah. come is the only way to get them to call yeah. you again. You <laughs> used to think that you had to call like make them come so they'd call you. No. Be like, oh my god, don't I gotta get this guy come. off because what he won't like me if so I don't think there's the a only way he'll yeah. like you is if I don't. think there's
3: a balance because then, then we have to go for the decision-making wank. Like it's like because our horniness like clouds our judgment. Yes. Like so it's yeah. like before you make up a decision as a man, you have to go for a wank. You just got to get that the yes. testosterone, all the stuff out of your fucking system. Wank it. Yeah. Just get it. Get get all the bad stuff mm-hmm. out of your system. So I think a lot of time it's you know I understand giving it up gets rid of that power, but for us it's I need it's a clear mind.
1: Yeah, giving it up like you, you what? What do you wait? What are you saying in response to what I'm? What well, just
3: say? I understand that you're sort of saying that as a woman, you shouldn't giving it, give yeah. it up too sort of mm-hmm. soon, uh, because I think it, I, I, I don't know. Do you really think it gives it up that much power if you give it away too soon? Yes. Yeah. I well, do. I, you, what, I've I'm seen it, it the...
1: work different ways. I've just I've seen I know it so there, so many are, different ways there are girls that can bang a guy and then a year later. Ian, mm-hmm. I know you're talking about your girlfriend, but for a year you guys dated and you were not exclusive and you would not be like, I love you, right? Not because a full you... year. It was a long time.
7: But but what kept us coming back to each other was the sex. Because mm-hmm. the sex was so I'm in great. the same position, yeah. And so if she had made me wait, I'd have been like, No, nah, I don't really want to waste my time another you know. Yeah. But the sex was like so good off the bat, it was like Oh, okay, well, let's well, just it keep fucking. couldn't have been fucking. good
1: without penetration. That's what I'm saying. Could it have been good well, without full Well, you know, you say on on
7: that, and pen? I say no. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) what are we doing I I mean, it was an honest question.
1: I mean, you, you, I did But but I
7: had this image in my head of like, well, you know, her real love is, is waiting and deference and, and, you know, courting and everything. It's like, you can have that with fucking. You just have to be like open and honest in your communication. Mm -hmm. And, and, and what made me dig her so much was the fact that I could go, hey, I really like fucking you uh, and I like hanging out, but I don't want to see you for a while. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with you. But I need my fucking space. Yes, and if you're not cool with that, well, here's the thing:
1: she didn't. It doesn't sound like she bonded to you that much from the sex. She probably has some like thing that I don't (laughs) have. I
4: don't have it. (laughs) I don't have it, Nikki. But I also feel like most people, if it's meant to be, it's gonna be. Because I know people who've got together on one night stands. I know people who've done what you did for a year. So I kind of feel like it really. There's not much we can do either way. The trick is
7: the guy's got to be able to eat your pussy really well and then you'll just keep going back. Y'all
4: don't eat pussy well. Yeah, what? you well, really don't. Fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you really don't.
3: I read two books on it when I was 17 Look years old. Look at What are you, 26? 20, yeah. I'm 28 now. All right. I had a, I had you a, ain't 30 yeah, yet? Yeah. yeah oh my lady, God. no pussy. I had uh, like, a, like, a, like, like the little pathetic male feminist I was.
1: And that's it for the podcast this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for taking this journey with me from LaGuardia, or to LaGuardia, back to my apartment, to Columbus, in Columbus, to Charlotte. We made it. I'm in, I'm seriously so delirious. I can't even be funny or anything right now. I hope this was entertaining. I apologize if it wasn't. It's hard to be funny when you're so tired and so just emotionally spent. But you were with me the whole time and I'm grateful for it and I'm so glad that you listened and I love that anyone even listens to this and yeah, I'll see you at live shows. Come to the meet and greets. I'll see you there. Charlotte this weekend. Let's do it. I'm going to sleep now. Oh no, I have to get my nails done. Oh God, being a woman. It's, I know I don't have to, but if you saw my nails right now, you'd be like, you have to, you just have to. All right, guys, have a good weekend. I'll see you here next Friday. Squirt, squirt. This has been a Comedy
6: Central podcast.